Welcome to Resi Talk, where real estate sales instructors have unfiltered conversations about real estate with industry leaders and inspiring people. If you are loving what you're hearing, as we know you will, make sure you visit resitalkpodcast.com and sign up for more information. Hello, friends. Welcome to Resi Talk. I'm your host, Cassandra Gallego, and I am sharing the podcast stage with my fabulous co-host, Pam Victorias. We're missing Laura today. We're sending her lots of love and hope she feels better. Get some chicken soup, but we will definitely see her next week. But today we have Hillary Hertzberg of the Jill Zeter Group joining us. Now, that name might sound a little familiar because a couple weeks ago, we did have her brother Danny join us. And he shared a little bit about his path to $1 billion. But uh, we were at Gen Blue a couple weeks ago, and we heard that they are now on track to close, what, $2 billion this year? Wow. You're right. Yeah. So with numbers like that, everyone gets their own episode, like Oprah. Hillary gets an episode. I only get my own episode because of the two. <laughs> you get an episode. You well, get we signed you up for one, but you opted That's for something. True. I'm just kidding. <laughs> So again, with numbers like that, I'm Oprah today. I'm divvying out episodes to the entire Jill Zeter group. I mean, we can have your mom next. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just throwing that out into the universe. I mean, I would love, that would be the best one yet. I would tune in for the entire episode. We should do a, a Danny Hillary. I feel like we need her mom and, and we yeah, need to get both sides. And Kara and Nathan, that'd be fun. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay, it's happening. And besides, uh, Hillary said it and it's being recorded. So she can't take it back now. I love it. Well, Hillary's also making a pretty exciting walk down the aisle next month. Yes, November Bride. <laughs> it's How like, exciting. yeah, it's almost here. It's pretty wild stuff. I'm excited. You're going to be a wife. Well, we're excited to have you, Hillary. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Seeing your face again. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Nancy was all excited that we were scheduling an interview with you alone. She's like, everyone's always talking over her. And she's, I think, the smartest one out of all of them. They need to listen to her more. <laughs> Nancy's like the best person in the world. I could literally talk about how great she is for an hour. I don't even, it's insane. And I, I don't know, $2 billion at a team. I think they're all pretty smart. <laughs> and we always start with a little this or that, just a rapid fire round to get to know you a little bit better. So tell me, are you a phone call or a text? Call. Really? Yeah. That's surprising to me, actually. I would have think for sure you'd be a text. I guess it depends on what it depends on what it is, if it's something like very simple. But, you know, I think that the best way to get your thoughts across, especially when something's a little more complicated, is just pick up the phone. You don't deal I with any that. complicated deals ever. No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you you a work late or a get to work early kind of person? Early. Okay. Mac or PC? PC. My favorite, speed or accuracy? Both. (laughs) She's the first one that said both. I I know. Everyone always goes for speed. Yes. We had one accuracy in there, but that's good. Um, Vacation or staycation? Vacation. It's hard to staycation in Miami when you're a realtor. It usually turns into stay, like home and stay work. Workation. Yeah. Exactly. But also, I, I kind of stalk Hillary a little bit on social media. I'm not going to lie. Like, you've been to some pretty outstanding places. What's been your, your favorite? Ooh, well, if we had this conversation in a couple months, I'd probably say Hawaii but I, <laughs> for my honeymoon. But um, 
I don't know. I love going to Colorado and hiking and kind of disconnecting like that. Awesome. So did I hear you're going to Hawaii for your honeymoon? I am. Aloha. Are you going to all um, the islands? <laughs> going to three. Um, Kauai, Maui, and Kona. Oh, I love Maui. Maui's beautiful. If you miss Miami at all while you are in Maui, one of my best friends from Miami decided one day to randomly pick up move to Hawaii and open up a food truck, like this little cart where she sells Cuban coffee, pastelitos and Cuban food. And she is crushing it. That's like one of those ideas someone has like late at night, like, you know, I should move to Hawaii and open a food truck, but like she actually did it for her and she's crushing it. She oh, did her, her, her little truck, Alba's Cuban Coladas. I got to drop, drop, name drop her there a little bit. But if, if you're missing Miami, so she if you're can missing like home. pull up to the beach and just watch the whales jumping while she's serving her coladas. I love that. What could be better? <laughs> I love that. Well, okay. Since you have some upcoming nuptials, I'm going to change this, this or that. Say yes to the dress or bridezillas. <laughs> say yes to the dress i i bought my the first dress i tried on so it was, oh my gosh so did you yeah. fly to new york and go to kleinfeld's i gotta know no no <laughs> hillary's efficient she's like i gotta get to work one and done yeah. one dress i got million dollar listings to go uh, all right so i gotta know are you an audio book or a traditional book or you just don't have time for books so that's actually really funny i um i bought last week the book grit that we learned about you have your copy too i uh, just got so here today. she's amazing she's like my that was the one of the best presentations ever yeah um so i got the book and then like very very early this morning i was gonna go for a run and i was like you know i'd like to be like i'd like to know what's going on in the book so i downloaded the audiobook so i guess i'm both yeah you know, a little this little that that we don't miss anything <laughs> I love that's, it. That's awesome. That makes a lot of sense. You get that reading done when you can. So uh, Laura actually runs a book club for the state of Florida. And uh, she always likes to ask which one is your favorite book that you've read, that you've listened to, that has really impacted your business for you. Um, I, Shoe Dog. I love that book. Um, it, I think it impacted both business and personal. It's who's, the, who's that by? It's story about... It's a story about Nike, Ooh. but it's much more than that. It's like the business side, personal side. It's just very, very interesting. And it feel like it just is like a refresher and it kind of, and it invigorates you. So shoot. Oh, I love that. And I love when we get a book that we've never heard of too. I know. But I'm here for, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You and Kate Rossi have like the most interesting books for me so far. She had The Giving Tree. I mean, come Aww. on. <laughs> Love that and now yeah. Shoe Dog. I'm going to definitely have to order this. And one. that is Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, the yep. founder of Nike, the co-founder of Nike. Yes. Very cool. Great suggestion. We'll add it to the list. And thank you for letting our listeners get to know you a little bit better. <laughs> well, they're pretty awesome. Actually, uh, I, I told your brother, I'm going to tell you now, I'm on a mission. I, Nancy Corey is helping me. Also, I'm on a mission to become famous. That's been my dream since I was like four years old. I'm going to be a movie star. No, I'm not going to, but maybe a podcaster. Well, you're well on your way. And if you have Nancy backing you, like you're, you're basic, I don't, you're, you're famous. You are. Ah, uh, I love that. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm just putting it out there. Hopefully it'll come into fruition. Hey, Diana Ross, don't forget the Supremes. <laughs> 
hilarious. So Hillary, I feel like you all have kind of a very unique story. Your brother shared how, you know, he studied law and ended up deciding never to practice a day of law in his life. He, he, he went to law school, passed the bar and uh, came in and helped the Jill's Zeter group with, you know, all of that expertise. He shared the story of Tiffany's, but I know you have a pretty impressive background as well. You've got a marketing background. I know you got your MBA a few years ago, so that's a huge accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. What, how have you applied um, that background to your business? So, yeah, um, I went to Wash U in St. Louis and then I was working in New York and I was working marketing. Um, but I always knew that I wanted to work in real estate with my mom. I mean, we grew up in a house, like my parents have a great marriage. My dad's fantastic. And, but at the same time, I saw him every day, you know, going to work, come, coming back from work and going, he's an attorney. He's, he does family law. And that never really like struck a chord with me as much. And then I would see my mom and she'd pick us up and she'd take us to showings and we'd see these beautiful homes. And we'd learn about all the architectural details and the different like design elements and it just fascinated me from such a young age that I kind of just like went to work in New York and then was super excited to come back because that was always honestly my dream you know that was never really Danny's dream but the fact that like we could all work together is a dream come true for all of us so oh, that's awesome <laughs> and then I did the MBA um, while I was working I did the professional MBA program at UM nice and it was great. I thought I thought I had good time management, but that really <laughs> time management. <laughs> I think that's the hardest thing. What do you do to really manage your schedule and really uh, make yourself efficient? I wake up pretty early. <laughs> I write everything down. Like I, I have a, a bullet journal. I like, there's such a sensitive accomplishment when you can check something off. Yeah. Um, it's like a rush. And <laughs> <laughs> I just make sure to like, you know, practice, like, I guess it's called chunking. So you work and then you take like a, a quick break, just walk around the block or something like that. It just kind of keeps it moving and, and kind of makes you more productive. Walking around the block for you can be a little dangerous, huh? Cause you got some neighbors, you got I some neighbors. Mean streets. <laughs> I have my brother across the street and my mom like four blocks away. <laughs> so you ended up having to work even taking a walk <laughs> do you like avoid certain street no, I'm just no, kidding. No. we love your mom and your brother <laughs> that is awesome so you so you are an, a morning person this is something that both Pam and Laura are trying to instill in me and uh and my husband too I am not a morning person but you probably go so what, really late right I do I, I'm fighting this thing. I, I, I'm, this is my excuse. It's called revenge insomnia. It is real. Google it. When you have children, when they go to sleep, you are like, freedom. <laughs> I can now do all the things. And then I look and it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh. So your first step would be going in, get into bed earlier. Then waking up earlier will be easier. Also, I like know. my fiance, I used to think I woke up early. I was like a 6 a.m. riser. But then my fiance wakes up like right at five. So yeah. now I'm a 5 a.m. There you go. You got an hour added to your day. That's awesome. That's a keeper right there. <laughs> so you said you lived in New York. Tell us a little bit about what you did there and when you decided it's time for me to come home and bring all of this amazing marketing knowledge to the Jill's Zeter group. 
Um, I was working, yeah, in digital media marketing, and Danny was just starting to kind of work on that, like Tiffany's campaign. I don't know if he had mentioned this, but oh yeah, he, while I was working in New York, I was still taking on a lot of like the little tasks of researching and stuff like that because I found it really interesting. And then, kind of one day, I was you know I was taking more and more and more, and then it was sort of like, well, why don't you just like come do it full time? Because like we want you down here, and I was kind of like, oh, that's a good idea. I'm ready too. Um, Why don't I? Yeah. <laughs> Rent is a lot cheaper in Miami than New York. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was also living in like a converted third bedroom with no windows. So it wasn't like the hardest decision. But, but I do miss, yeah. I miss my friends up there. But, you know, there's a lot of synergy between New York and Miami. So I'm up there quite a bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, it was kind of cool because we like we mentioned Jen Blue and it happened to be in New York. I got to hear you and the rest of the team share during your amazing panel, your conversation. And it was very interesting because one thing that came up was how much business is coming now from New York, from California versus those international markets. Can you expand a little bit more on that? Yeah, it's so, you know, there's a lot of tax incentives. So a lot of the high tax states, New York, New Jersey, California, like you mentioned, and and they were coming and buying in Miami, but this has just been like an exponential rate. You know, once once COVID really started and people were in their apartments in New York and they could come down here and A, they That's got- cool in a palm tree. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and people then started really- rapidly changing from like having you know rentals in Miami to then they were buying and then they're now it's like they're they're buying their brother their sister their friend their cousin it's kind of like a crazy way that our markets changed and same with California we're seeing a ton of like of the tech buyers from California and our international buyers they haven't been able to come so it makes it a lot more difficult to buy sight and scene or to wait for two weeks and then come in Right. I miss speaking Spanish. I've been speaking a lot of Spanish before. Um, Wait, hold on. Back up. You speak Spanish? Claro que sí. <gasps> wow. Danny. He's really? Like, he's really good. Yeah. That's a fun fact. Any other languages that I'm not aware of? Hold on. Um, nope. <laughs> like, I can read <laughs> like, Hebrew, but I can't understand it. So, no. That's impressive. <laughs> That might get people in trouble with you and your brother speaking Spanish and <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And I think that international buyers are gonna, you know, they're supposed to be coming back and starting in November. So that'll be interesting to see what happens in our market. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of inventory and there's a lot of demand. So once you add, you know, another buying pool, who knows what will happen. Yeah. Well, that was super cool because Ryan Gorman gave that update last week. I keep saying it's last week for me. It's still so fresh, but he gave a really great yeah, update on like where we see the market going. Yeah. And there's already a shortage in inventory and you're right. You guys have actually seen it firsthand because your consumer has changed. Your buyer has changed. Who you're working with has changed. Uh, you better start brushing up on your your Spanish, <laughs> but he did say it looks like it's going to be a, a, a seller's market for quite mm -hmm. a while based on everything that we're, we're seeing. Yeah. I've... Hillary Hertzberg, the chief economist of the Jill's Zeter group. <laughs> Thank you for answering <laughs> our, you know, really deep diving questions on the market. <laughs> So tell me a little bit about when you joined and you decided to move down to Miami and join the team, 
the team, uh, you know, what was your role? What, what did you do? What was just the day in the life of Hillary Hertzberg? My role was pretty much like what no one else wanted to do because I, you know, I was new to real estate. So I was doing a lot of, you know, I was basically just doing rentals for a year. Um, and then I, I got introduced to a woman in a building down here and, she, you know, I, I sold her condo and then she told her friends about me. And then it was like, all, all of a sudden I was kind of like, I found myself living in this building and it's a beautiful, like very high end building here. And it was just very, very lucky. And um, I was hanging out there all the time because I love them so much. I felt like everyone was kind of more like grandparents age and I, I, I lost my grandparents. So I don't know. It just was a really nice fit. Just, just being there and spending time with, I mean, that, that obviously opened up all the doors. Yeah. Opportunity. It's like everything's referral. I mean, we're like that in our everyday life, right? Like you go to a restaurant when people that you know recommend it, or you know, you read a book because someone said it was a like life-changing book. So yeah. um that's like kind of dog. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait for you to read that. You're, you're gonna be like Beyonce and I don't know, I can't think of anyone else as famous. <laughs> Well, when you get a random text from me at three in the morning, because I'm a night person. Not anymore. Not anymore. Touche. Touche. So Hillary, I have a question for you, especially with your marketing background. What types of tactics or systems are you putting into place to help your business achieve the most when you are planning your marketing program? I think that reaching your your target audience, your target market in whatever platform they are using is the best uh, suggestion. Like a lot of my peers and my friends who have moved down and friends of friends, they don't use Facebook. They, they only use Instagram. So that's kind of where that's like our, our version of, of like cold calling people, I guess, in a way, cause you're talking to somebody we, yeah. you know, I, I think it's important to always be very organic and kind of show your, your personality, but while still being as professional as you can possibly be. And I would say being very active on it, like you don't want to bombard people or, or, or kind of flood their, their page. But I would say like, if you are on it and you post, you should be checking like all the comments. Cause like, I've had several deals yes. happen to somebody that just like commented in the section. It wasn't even a direct message. It was commenting like, Hey, can you let me know something more about this house? And then me direct messaging them, then us getting on a phone call phone not text um and then and then yeah, she did that. <laughs> and then that's kind of you know the rest is history but I think that you have to be comfortable with yourself on social media and doing videos like it's hard right. to get comfortable doing but you know videos pictures worth a thousand words and I think a video is worth I don't know so your primary your primary marketing plan is really uh, centered around Probably. social media video but in addition to like the old school route so we still are investing yeah. heavily in you know the newspapers magazines we do brochures you never know where someone's going to come from and like I remember right. like when when I first started Danny and I were so arrogant and we were like that's the thing of the past you know like <laughs> come on no one pays attention and then my mom was like just just wait just you'll see and we were doing an open house and someone a buyer came in with a brochure that their aunt had given them and then it was like oh wow and, yeah and they wanted to write up an offer and it's like you really never know so uh, you know there's a lot of power and just like in the breadth and depth of marketing I, I think trying just one route like that's not going to really do the trick 
Yeah. So you guys are like bridge that gap of new school. You guys say it all the time too, when you're in speaking <laughs> engagements, new school and old school, but you, and, and it's almost, it's cute because I, I remember <laughs> your mom last week, she's like, they call us old school. I don't know if I should be <laughs> offended or not, but it's so great because she's, I mean, it, it shouldn't be versus yeah. it, it, they complement each other so well, so right? Well. Like you're, you're hitting it from every angle. And you know, my mom and Jill and Judy and and Felice have always been kind of of the thought process of like evolve or die. So they're very open to like the yeah. you know new school way of thinking. And maybe right away doesn't make as much sense to them, but they're always on board. They're willing to try it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. So you mentioned being comfortable on camera. And I'll tell you what, I remember when we first started in this whole Zoom world. I was like a little bit panicked. I remember telling somebody, well, I don't like what I look like on camera. Do I really sound like that? And my mom, who you've met, gave me a little tough love. She said, Cassandra, that's what you look like. And that's what you Our sound moms like. moms are very similar. I'm like, <laughs> <They're both> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Were you always comfortable being on camera? Is that something that you had oh, to no, work not on? At all. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I, it was the same thing as you. I, do I really look like that? Do I sound like that? Like, what? Who is that? Um, but I think the more that you do it, the more comfortable you get with it. You know, it's like with anything in life, if you were to go up on stage and start singing, you've never done it before. I'm sure that would be nerve wracking, but like it's all practice. It's like nothing happens by accident. And even like with, you know, I was talking about like speeches and toasts. It's like the people who come off, like that they're speaking from the cuff, like, of course they practice it. And that's why it's so good. You know, it's like, you don't get any, you can't be excellent at anything just without putting in the effort. So are you writing your own vows? Yes. <laughs> so I know what Hillary's practicing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so a uh, question for you then. I know that same thing with being on camera, but the first time you sat at a listing appointment with someone, this was obvious. I mean, real estate is something that we've, we've grown up in it, right? Your mom, my mom, I mean, we, we've just seen it, but doing it yourself is a whole different ball game. And being at that table that very first time, what was that like for you? So it's actually really funny. One of my childhood best friends is a realtor, works with Cola Banker also. The first listing I ever got, we were knocking on doors of like all the neighbors and basically everyone told us to like like see you later like thanks but no thanks I was like are we really gonna go over to this waterfront house I've never been on a listing presentation like we're brand new and we did it was like what's what's the worst that's gonna happen she's gonna slam the door in our face like everyone else it's fine and she said okay come in and we were both like what oh okay great <laughs> and <Now what? laughs> she showed us around and then we came back and met with her and we did a, a you know listing presentation we practiced it and and then we got the listing and it was like, I just, I pinched myself. I mean, I think practicing it and doing it with someone I felt very comfortable with, that made it a lot more lighthearted, you know, it was still serious, I was still nervous, but I wasn't like as. <gasps> yeah, you can bounce things off of each other. And when you're like, oh, you can help each other out. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. How was that when you got back to the office or to the house and you told your mom, hey, I knocked on. <laughs> on a door and I think I have a multi-million dollar <laughs> listing appointment tomorrow uh help what did she say they, they were really excited my brother of course was like very protective was like you guys can't you shouldn't be knocking on random people's <laughs> doors like that's not like and he, you know but 
that's why we all work so well together. It's like everyone's always looking out for each other. I got a good job. Great job. That's, that's awesome. A, that's awesome. So I have that to know a little awesome. bit more about you, Hillary. Do you have any furry little children? Dogs, cats, birds, lizards? I used to have a dog and he was just the cutest thing ever. He was a King Charles Cavalier. Um, oh. If my fiance is listening, I think we're hopefully going to be getting another one soon. Another oh. little puppy. You heard it first. All right, we're going to have to put that out there. I will share the link with you. Hillary Hertzberg's new family edition. And we'll just Love leave it, it like that. <laughs> maybe we should no start some rumors. <laughs> maybe like a furry family edition, you know? Uh, let them keep them guessing. It'll be yeah. more fun. That, way. <laughs> yeah. that is awesome. So I, I got to tell you, I have laughed so hard at the Jill Zeter group TikTok. Who's behind that? What is your involvement? I have to know because I've died laughing. I mean, I think that one with Danny and Nathan was just so amazing because their personalities complement each other so well. And just watching it and, and like seeing the magic whenever they're like together, it's just so funny. And it's like, it ha this has to be captured. And TikTok is an yeah. easy way of, of making that happen. Um, what you didn't see is I think Danny like almost like broke the trampoline thing. Because <laughs> But he handled it like a champ and just like kept bouncing. <laughs> See, uh, that's how you can tell that he does yoga and yeah. all because if I would have broken a trampoline, it would have I know it's pretty so wild great. stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna have to share the link to that video in our show notes because it yeah. is worth a watch. It's pretty hysterical. It's really great. So, what has been your most like memorable experience since joining the world of real estate? What's one thing that you're like the most proud of? Being on that panel with like just being able to sit next to my mom and my brother who I've like looked up to for my whole life and sitting next to them as a peer and that's how it that ha that's how it really is every day and there was something about that and being with the Zeter family and like just looking I mean I love everyone there and I love the Ebers and it's just like it just I never thought I'd be that lucky to love what I was doing so much and love the people that I was doing it with. That's amazing. That's so let me ask you a question, Hillary. Five years from now, if you closed your eyes and we know you're getting married in another month, what's your life look like? What are you doing? What's your what's going on? It looks the same, but there's a puppy in the picture. <laughs> I love it. Yes, good answer. You get the girl. puppy now. Hopefully it won't be a puppy then, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> Smart. Smart. Oh my God, that's hilarious. I love <laughs> that's so good. No, I mean, of course we want to do more than we did the year before and work harder, work smarter, work better. Um, that's our goal every year. It's, it's kind of the best goal. It's just be better, like just do better. Be better. I want to be here when they say we've reached one gazillion dollars. <laughs> one gazillion dollars. <laughs> so speaking of being better, how do you uh, get better every day? Like what, what are ways that you continue to learn and grow and just better yourself daily? Um. I talk to Nancy Corey as much as I possibly can. Yeah, she's pretty much a genius. Yeah. <laughs> it's like good a, resource. It's unbelievable. Um, I was actually just talking about her to someone. Someone had a question. I'm like, you should call Nancy Corey. She'll probably know the answer to that. They're like, who? Like, and then I was like, oh, my bad. You don't work for Cole. You don't know anything. <laughs> um, I love it. <laughs> but good out, hashtag education. <laughs> But I, I think just asking questions, you know, we all like 
talk to each other. Every single deal is different because you're dealing with different homes and different personalities and just being able to like ask for help or, you know, advice and, and actually listening to it. Um, I think that definitely has made me smarter. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because AMP and that's like our flagship productivity course. We basically set goals and help uh, help our agents hit them. And today I happened to be teaching the FISBO portion of that class. And I challenged every single one of them to contact a FISBO. And I got to tell you, they all did it. But they came back with, yeah, they did. I had That's two people with appointments and this is only like the second day of class That's or the, awesome. the third day of class. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. But it was funny because this one person was like kind of hesitant to raise their hand and ask a question. And I said, this is the time I rather you. And, and just like you said, Hillary, asking questions, just ask them. I rather you sound uninformed than be uninformed. Like, like you're that. about to go on an appointment tomorrow and they're yeah. like, oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you. Cause they really have like 92 questions. <laughs> so ask who cares? I, I think there's a lot of value in that script play and that script practice as well. Yeah. It's like muscle memory. It's, you know, you, yeah. you just get used to it and you, your body kind of like takes over and you, and you know what you're doing. You just have to trust yourself. And then when you, when you practice enough, it kind of comes out naturally. That's awesome. So I guess along those lines, we, we are always like preaching the get comfortable with the uncomfortable. The magic happens outside of your comfort zone. How do you work that muscle? Like you just said, how do you work that comfort zone muscle and step out of your comfort zone regularly? I feel like I'm so far outside my comfort zone. I don't even remember where it is. Um, I think, I think, I think just having, you know, having a, a mom that's like such a superstar in, in every way. And I hope, I don't mean to sound cheesy. I just really do. I really do think that. Um, and, and, and just like the role models on our team, you hear them all doing so much and that drives me to do more. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So you, you're seeing people like get to work, work hard every day and you're sitting next to it. You're like, Oh, I, I, I better go knock on that door. Yeah, I exactly. And like, I thought I was waking up super somewhere. early at five and then I start getting emails from my mom at four forty-five, And then I'm like, responding, and she's like, is that you? Or is that a robot? I'm like, Nope, it's me. I'm up. Let's do this. Oh, it's great. You have such a great role model. And I love to see, you know, when families are, are so connected in that way, uh, that you really respect and appreciate all that your mom has to offer. It's really sweet. Thank you. Yeah, we're lucky. Yeah, you are. Well, I think it's kind of cool because you mentioned earlier that Judy, that that yeah. Jill and Jill and Felice, they're also open to learning new things also. So it's it's cool because you guys are teaching them, but they're also teaching you. So you guys are bettering each other. It's not Symbiotic a biotic relationship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So we are kind of getting close to the end of our time together, but there are a couple questions I wanted to ask. I know that you are passionate about giving back to your community. I know that you and I believe you and Danny started a, a foundation, that second generation giving fund. Can you talk to us a little bit about that and how that came about? Yeah, we were just kind of talking about, you know, meaning and 
kind of where we saw like our lives in five years, 10 years. And, and we just kind of wanted to add like a greater level of meaning to the work that we were doing. So um, we decided that after every closing, we would donate to a charity of our clients choosing, reaching out to clients and, and just having that conversation and then hearing from them, you know, that like when they got our email or our call that they like reached back out to this charity that they had that they'd kind of forgotten about and now they're more involved and it kind of is just a domino effect the amount of different organizations that I didn't even know about that are so important and are so underfunded is really kind of mind-boggling um yeah stay tuned for um (laughs) something to come maybe maybe a tiktok maybe some kind of uh charity related situation I, I won't say more you heard it first here <laughs> on the podcast look at that an exclusive <laughs> an exclusive I love that you said you know putting a little more purpose into your work because again at 3 a.m today when I text you after I'm reading my 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 book grit uh one of the things that Angela Duckworth which we did drop our new episode today uh which was a recap of Jen Blue and we shared her TED talk and uh She's just, but one of the biggest things is, is your purpose and how that applies to what you do. And that's what really is going to really determine how successful you are. Cause if it's just about making a buck, it's not necessarily going to have the best outcome, but if you have a bigger purpose for what you get up and go do every day and something that drives you, even on the bad days, you're like, you know what you, you, you said it right now, how many organizations, how many, uh, you know, I help. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so Hillary, what's one thing that you can tell our listeners that they don't know about you? I'm left-handed. That's not that exciting. <laughs> I, I, oh, I, I like, I like uh, hiking a lot to the point where like I've gone on hiking trips alone. Um, that doesn't sound hacking. <laughs> well, there was like a, there was a guide, um, but, <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty wild stuff. I mean, I backpacked for like uh, four nights and through Arizona and it was pretty wild um that was the first time I ever did that so scorpions and snakes and stuff there was yes there was rattlesnake it was like wild it was the wildest thing I've ever experienced but just knowing that I could do that I think also kind of catapulted me to the next level because it's like there's so many times when you're like I can't do this I can't do this I can do this and then you're like well I looked eye to eye like a rattlesnake and I'm here to tell the story so I'm alive to tell about it I love it her new marketing campaign (laughs) Hillary the snake the snake master (laughs) you don't scare me evil seller no I'm just kidding (laughs) that's awesome you're like a a a, a modern day superhero superwoman she's got her MBA guys she's managed her time she's planning a wedding you go on (laughs) she's like keep talking she's planning a wedding getting a dog a puppy yes (laughs) yeah and still on track with her team to close $2 billion. She's How amazing. does she do it all? It's so cool. Awesomeness. What Awesomeness. an inspiration. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for having me. I, I had a great time. Um, and I can't wait to the next one. I know. I kind of just want to hang out with you on Zoom at least like once a week. Just see how you're doing. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. We'll do it at 5 a.m. at your new morning time. 5 a.m. I don't know. I might have to cancel that.
since you are a lean, mean Instagramming machine, where can our listeners find you? How can they follow you? A lean, mean Instagramming machine. I like that one. Uh, <laughs> I'm on a roll today. I know. Zing. Um, at Hillary Hertzberg. Kept it simple, I think. Yeah, just one. It's just no space in between. Just Hillary Hertzberg. Awesome. Well, follow Hillary. Her travels and backpacking. Her many videos and 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 posts of her giving back. I've seen her on a roof, I think, on a house <laughs> yeah. building a Habitat for Humanity house on multiple occasions. All wrestling uh, she, <laughs> she does it all, guys. Uh, thank you again so much, Hillary. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you for sharing with our listeners, and we can't wait to see your wedding pictures. <laughs> You guys are the best. I'm so excited and I really enjoyed this. So thanks so much. Thanks, Hillary. You're so welcome. Thank you for being here. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye, Bye, guys. Don't forget to listen, subscribe, and review wherever podcasts are found. And share this episode with a friend. Join us next week for another unfiltered conversation about real estate. This is Pam, Cassie, and Laura on Resi Talk, reminding you to leave your mark.